0: Hopefully it won't be too much some noise. It is what it is. It's yeah. better than what it was on Sunday, though. Welcome to AEC Presents. I'm Alex. And I'm Jared. And Adrian is not in this week, even though we thought he was, but turns out he needs to take care of some household stuff, so he is at home. Doing his fatherly thing then. Um, so I know last time we mentioned that we'd be talking about the me you love in the dark this week. However, Adrian loves that book and begged us and pleaded with us to not do that without him. So we will be postponing that. He should be back in two weeks, but we'll see what happens. Um, so we'll do that the next time he comes back.
1: Yeah, we'll get to um, it eventually.
0: So in the meantime, uh, we decided, well, we need to pivot what book we're going to talk about this week. And we went with uh, Mouse, so that's what we're talking talk about later on today. So with that, like, okay, new book, new theme for the podcast episode
1: then. So what should we talk about, Jared? Banned books, because Mouse is a banned book. Or at least attempted to be yes, banned. Yes, attempted to be banned.
0: Um, so we're going to talk about some books that were either have been banned or attempted to be banned because we're a bunch of bad boys on this podcast, yep. yo. Uh, we don't respond well to authority. We do what we want. Yeah, yeah, grew up in the mean streets of Uglies County. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, So yeah, um, many books have been tried to be banned for one reason or another. Some of them I understand, like, okay, I don't I wouldn't consider it to be banned because oh, yes, you're too young for this versus oh, it shouldn't be in the building at all. Those are two different things. Like, if a public library bans it, that's, that's too much. That's, yeah. But if like a high school bans it, well maybe yeah, like I could it's, see some of that. If it's rated R, I mean that's yeah th- that's fair. Like, like I could
1: see saga being banned in high schools because right. there's a lot of sexual content, a lot of over the top a lot of
0: nudity, a lot, a lot of, of violence, of yeah. a, lot, a lot of language. Like yeah, I, I totally I, get that. I, I get that. Um now if it's a college campus though, then yeah, they should be yeah, allowed. I They're think all eighteen. That would be okay. They yeah. should be perfectly fine for that. Yep. Or even a public library. Like, all right, that's up to the librarians to say, uh nope. But I don't know exactly how that works. It's a public library. it should be open to the public. If a kid goes there, they can find a book to read. Then they find a book to read. It is what it is. But I'm not a librarian. I just work at a comic book store. I have to remind a couple of our customers, hey, we're not a library. If you're going to read it, you got to buy it. But that's not here or there. So, Jared, what is the first one on your list of potentially banned
1: books? Why The Last Man? I did not know that was – try. Uh, they tried to get that one banned in um – California at a, what was it, uh, Crafton Hills College. So again, I don't think this one should be banned, but the reason that it was challenged was for sexual content. Um, I don't know if it actually got banned or anything, or if it was just, it was one of four graphic novels that a, like, some college kid and her parents thought should be Banned from their system. Yeah, again, it's a college, though. That's some garbage. Like right, but uh, I don't think it did go through because it sounds like the administrators uh, responded by saying, you know, it's they're uh, in support of academic freedom. So I think they would put a disclaimer on it, saying that it's got some sexual content in it. Um, There was some, but not a great deal. Nah, there was more than I think. Actually, now that I start, stop and actually think about but again, it, it's a story. college though. Yeah, it's a college, and everyone's eighteen. Everyone's you know of legal age. It wasn't pornographic. It would be like a, a rated R, you know. So, I don't know. I think they were a little over the top with this one, but uh, there was like four books on there: Sandman, uh, the Dollhouse. Um, I, there was another one, but. Don't think they would be banned, banned. I they were all rated R books. They're not right. they're not, they're not v- over the top. Right. They're
0: not rated X or anything. Right. Uh I'll continue on the why well, continue on the next one I'll do will be another Brian K Vaughn book. Uh, and that is Saga. Uh specifically number twelve that the Apple store tried to ban off of their digital comic store of Comixology. Uh, because it violated the terms and conditions and Nudity and blah, blah, blah. Uh, doing a little bit of research. The the CEO of Comixology basically said, yeah, we get it, but also, no. We'll, we'll do what we want. Uh, and after hearing from Apple, though, they can say that the interpretation of its policies was mistaken. You'll be glad to know that Saga 12 will be available on the App Store soon. And that was back in 2013. 13. 2012 was... When the series, excuse me, when the comic book series started, but it was 2013 when issue 12 was coming out that it had some delay on digital. But the best thing about that is hey, buy a physical comic book at your local comic book store. That's right. And you won't be banned. Um, yeah, that was the big one that Apple tried to ban it. And then there's also a place in Oregon in 2014 also that yeah. tried to ban it as well for sexual content, anti family, which, come on, that's a look, come on.
1: Uh, it is a family story. Nudity, <laughs>
0: offensive language, and unsuited for age group. Okay. If it's, again, elementary, junior high, sure. High school, probably because majority of the students in high schools are not 18. That's, that, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yep. But if it was a college, nah. That's, um,
1: it looks like that was an Oregon uh, public library, but it's an undisclosed one. Okay. So it was an actual public library, not college or anything like that.
0: Well, it – for me that annoys me. It shouldn't be banned. I'm like, okay, we just don't we won't carry it then. If yeah. you don't want it, then just don't carry it. Right. Don't say, Oh well no, we're not allowed to have this. Right. It's banned. Right. Like that's just I that annoys me to no end. Yeah. But the whole and then the anti family line. Really?
1: Yeah. I don't think this is an anti family book.
0: It it is all about the family. Like right. it is explicitly about the family. Like I don't I, I don't understand people. <laughs> Now again, sexual content, yeah, nudity, yep, offensive yep. language, got it, yep. <laughs> so <laughs> Anti- three family. of the five, sure, I totally <laughs> get that uh, for the age group and whatnot, but that one the anti-family, come on. So yeah, that was Saga.
1: What else is on your list? Uh, Batman: The Killing Joke, because it advocates for, uh, well, their reason for challenges, it advocates rape and violence. So there isn't an actual rape scene in this. It is an implied rape scene. Um, Barbara Gordon gets shot, and later on, there are pictures of her naked, which are you don't see any actual nudity in the book,
0: right? It's It's all kind of like covered way. She's covered, yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, it's very heavily implied that the Joker and his goons had raped her, and. The there was a library in Columbus, Nebraska, uh, where a patron a patron had requested that the book be removed from the collection, and there were other uh, three out of the five library board members were present at the meeting. Uh, they voted unanimously to retain the Killing Joke, so it didn't actually get banned. Just um, they they challenged it, so I don't think the book actually advocates for rape. I think it's this a was, villain, doing yeah. a villainous thing. Yeah, this is showing how deranged the Joker is. Yeah, you know.
0: And again, like I'm torn because it's an implied rape, but there are far better implications. When I first read, it, I was like, okay, yeah, he he stripped her down and took pictures of it just to annoy him. Like, yeah, I think yeah. that would bother any father, right? And they don't. She doesn't say that she was touched or anything right, like that. Right? They so, don't say anything like that. It's just so a bunch the impli- pick. So the implication of her being raped. I still say, how far are you digging into this? Yeah. Uh, now, especially when I compare it to The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead, Michonne and the Governor, it, full on. Like no, no, that he was, was raped. Like it was. You don't again. You don't actually see it, but the way it's perfectly set up, like oh, we'll teach her, and he's like unbuckling his belt, like. You know what that was, right? Versus
1: this, she's just laying it there. It Could be just pictures taken,
0: right? Like that's what I'm told, like, oh, I think I, I think was Alan Moore was the writer that, was. yeah, okay. Yep. I think he basically came out and said, yeah, he, he raped her. But right. the, based off of the content on the page, well, again, when I first read, I was like, okay, he did that. He Same just took hairs. pictures. I never put it together, like, oh, he raped her, because there was no right. other context to get to that. No, so. But-
1: Seeing after somebody had mentioned
0: I'm like, oh. I can totally see that, that having yeah. happened. Now, I think they hinted a little bit more at it when they did the Killing Joke animated movie. Yeah. Um Than they did in the comics. But again, we're going off the comic books. Right. I don't know. Like, is that the case? Yes. But was it as explicit as what it was said to be? No. Right. Uh Now, if you want to say because of the nudity, that's a different conversation.
1: But if you're like, oh, because of the implied rape. But it was all... PG rated nudity where there was no actual nudity. It was just right. naked. There was no, oh,
0: there were no nipples, pretty much, <laughs> or yeah, vagina or, or anything yeah. like that. Like it was exposed flesh. I mean, we, there's as exposed flesh that we see in that as we do in like Vampirella and other right. stuff like that. Like, okay, you don't see naughty bits. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, come on. Uh, yeah. I, 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 it's again, my biggest thing is it's not as explicit as people are making out to be, Oh, he raped, eh, not compared to walking dead. Cause I've yep. warned people when they're walking. Oh yeah. The kid watched the shows. Like, okay. That's fine. But around volume eight, there's rape and it's pretty easy to put that one together. Yeah. So, uh, next on my list that I think is dumb and funny, uh, going back to Brian gave on for the third one prior to Baghdad. Uh, so just a little bit of side rail here too. The list we're getting these off of is from the CBLDF, the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, where they protect comic book stores, comic book writers, comic book creators from potential litigations from random people because like, hey, freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And they're a freedom of, freedom of speech organization within the comic book industry. Right. Uh, that goes off of charity, charities and, and a whole bunch of things and – this is their list of like, Hey, this is why we exist. And I want to mention it because they are a good organization to like, Oh, well, if say we get sued by little Timmy's mom, because we sold him a rated R book. It doesn't like, yeah, we don't have any legal defenses behind that other than like, we have to hire our own lawyers and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Versus this is an organization that will step in and say, no, no, these are the rights, blah, blah, blah. Because unlike movies and CDs, if, those even exist anymore where it has the adult rating where you need to have someone 17 or older or get video games. They need yeah. They need ID. There is no ID requirements for comic books. No, they are self graded or self rated self policed. Like, Hey, just so you know, this is on you. Yep. If you want to do this, this is a mature thing. Right. But there is no legal organization that is protecting quote, protecting, uh, people from buying adult rated things. So, this is where people, oh, you sold my kid this pornography. Well, there technically it isn't pornography, so it's on you. Yep. You you were watching your kid or not watching your kid. Yeah. But lawyers always come in, and this is what this organization is about, yeah. for protecting people. And they have, like I said, they have this whole list of like, hey, we know what they're about, how you can report being censored, contribute, resource, a whole bunch of things. But Pride of Baghdad… Uh, it's been. I like how they're like, oh, it's been trying to be banned several times. They don't really have a this, that, or the other like which specific time, but the majority of the times is because of adult content, sexual ex- for alleged sexually explicit content, which I think is funny because the sexual. Well, it's been a while since I've read it, but the only sexually explicit content I can think of was between two lions. Yeah. It wasn't even human, it was animals, and they were being, lions being lions. And I find that humorous, because, like, really? The lions. And you're have you're a problem with the sex, not the getting murdered part. Right. And you see intestines and internal stuff getting blown up. You don't have a problem with that. But, it's the sex. But the sex, that you don't even see all that, you see a little bit, like the, the upper half of lions having sex. Really? That That's your problem? That's, that's the problem you have with this. Okay. Like, okay, Karen, is what that is. But yeah, Pride of Baghdad. It's a great book, one and done. Um, one of my favorite Brian Vons because – I think it's because it is self-contained. Oh, yeah, one and done. And it's a story about freedom. Yeah. Uh, would you rather be free and risk your life or imprisoned but a secure, steady life? Right. Uh, and now there are other – Things go along with that, but that's my main takeaway from that.
1: Uh, What's next on your list? Um, The next one was on uh, The Dark Knight Strikes Again. Uh, The reason it was challenged in Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio, right? Yep. Uh, Sexism, offensive language, and unsuited to age group. So I think it's very – it's been a long time since I've read it. I don't think I've ever read that one. I've, I've read The Dark Knight um, Returns, but I was. It wasn't my cup of tea. So it's it like I was read. that it the second and, one or the third one in the trilogy? Uh, there was The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Strikes Again, and The Dark Knight Returns. But I don't know the order.
0: Okay. It's somewhere in yeah. that. It's not the first one. I know that.
1: No. No, I think that was just The Dark Knight. But I might be wrong on that. I don't remember.
0: See, I thought Dark Knight Returns was the first one. I'm starting was, to think it was uh, the, oh, the first one. The, the Dark Knight was a whole other thing. It was Dark Knight Returns because it had old man Bruce with a uh, female Robin. What's her name?
1: Um, Carrie. Uh, Kelly? Kelly? Yeah, I think so. Is that her last name? I, I think so, yeah. But so, anyway. But uh, yeah, they, um, there wasn't much media coverage on this, it sounds like, but – They complained that the book contains sexism and offensive language and was unsuited to age group. Um, Despite the challenge, they still retain books which are shelved in the teen section. So it didn't sound like it really went anywhere. So it doesn't even say – it doesn't even talk about like the board of the library meeting about it or anything. It just says, no, there's still copies on the shelf. So, yeah. Fair enough. Not much information on that, to be honest. Uh, The next
0: one that I find very entertaining is Bone by Jeff Smith. Uh, We've carried Bone in the store forever. But one of the books was attempted to be banned because back in 2010, uh, someone had just graduated a local D.A.R.E. program, yay D.A.R.E. program, there's a whole other spiel I have about that. That's neither <laughs> here nor there. Um when they discovered, hey, there's images that seem to be promoting smoking and drinking. So that my kid is reading. So let's, you know, how dare this be allowed in the school? It should be reviewed, blah, blah, blah. Uh luckily it was rejected by a ten to one vote, like, no, no, it's fine. It, come on. Yeah. Like, just because it has drinking, it has right. smoking. Come on. It's it is a kid's book through and through, like it's another case of a Karen being a mm-hmm. Karen on that point. Like,
1: yeah, they I, didn't ban any of the old Spider-Man books where J. Jonah Jameson's got a cigar,
0: right? Like,
1: you know. Now, I, admittedly, I have not read Bone.
0: Uh, I, I I missed got that through it. I missed that boat. It's not my thing. Same here. But I know many kids have read it and grew up on it and loved it. Um, so I have to think, like, really. What is so bad? I've never heard it. They had a bone to pick, is what it was, and <laughs> that was in uh, Rosemount, Minnesota. So yeah, well, again, it was attempted to be banned. Luckily, it was not because they they probably looked at it like, okay, you're dumb, shut up. Moving on. I want to know. Well, I want to know is who's the one person that said yes, we should ban it. I have a feeling. Again, not doing any research at all. But I have a feeling it's probably someone related to the person that was throwing a fit. Like, okay, yeah, I'll side on your side because whatever. And the other ten people are like, no, we're not falling for that. So, that is Bone. Uh, attempted to be a banned book. What is next on your list? Looks like, uh, time-wise, let's probably just do one more each.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Um, one that I haven't read that um, is another Alan Moore book is a Neon uh Neonemacon? I'm, I'm not sure. Neonemacon. Neonicon? I don't know how to pronounce it. But uh the cover looks cool. Um the reason it was banned by or challenged um by Greenville, South Carolina public library is sexual content. So it sounds like that's the big theme that that's if there's everyone, sexual content. That's how dare you have yeah, sex? So it's another Alan Moore book. So a lot, a lot of Brian Cave on and a lot of Alan Moore books seem to go up to try to be banned. I can see that. So, but uh, yeah, this is it's uh, restricted to minors, obviously. But a fourteen year old girl who had permission from her mother checked out the book, and they they she finally looked at it after they checked it out and everything. And she the mother described it as pornographic. So. And, uh, I get
0: that. I understand to a that argument. I mean, anytime anyone is under of a legal age, under 18, sure. Now, that's for the legal standpoint. Now, let's yeah. be honest. If there's nudity as a 16 year old reading it, I don't care. Like, Right. Li- live your life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at that point. I, I went to a public school and I rode the bus. I know about all the conversations I learned well before
1: high school Yeah, that things you hear on the bus. Right. But it looks like this one did get banned. Yeah. They decided to pull it from their shelves, so. It's unfortunate, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, the cover looks kind of cool. Um, I don't really know what the book's about, but I just saw Alan Moore. I'm like, well, his th- his name keeps popping up, so <laughs> I'll talk about that one. There you go. So, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh,
0: and the last one I would mention, I think, is funny. Was, uh, a lot of these are funny and are stupid. Like, really? That, uh, Dragon Ball. Uh,
1: I saw that one. Yeah. I almost talked about that one because I thought you were going to touch that It's one. a good one to
0: end on, I think. Uh, it was challenged for all public libraries in Wicomoco County? I don't know what that is. Maryland. Uh, it was challenged for violence and nudity. Which, okay, violence. If you've ever watched anything Dragon Ball, yeah, yeah they're fighting. They're it, fighting. And, and people die. Um, and depending on – so I remember watching Dragon Ball growing up, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, the American edits where they didn't show blood at all. Like, oh, Goku has a hole in his chest. But it's cauterized like lightsaber, so it's fine. Versus eventually the, the Adult Swim versions came out like, oh, no, we're doing the less edited version where, oh, he's got a hole in his chest. And there's blood gushing out. Well, that makes sense. Right. In um, Dragon Ball – uh my best guess is the nudity is like okay when Goku's getting a bath. Like okay yeah he's going to be nude. Now you I don't I would imagine you don't see full genitalia. No, I doubt it in Dragon Ball, but I I, I you might see butt cheeks uh, cuz but that, that seems to be acceptable for television and everything else cuz I I remember watching SpongeBob. Thank you. I was like I, I remember watching Simpsons. Well, that's not a good one. Family Guy, like, that's not a good one for all ages. But yeah, Spongebob, that's a kid's show. And yeah, oh, yeah. You, you'll see Cheeks. It's fine. No one cares. Um, yeah, they tried to remove this from all of the public schools, even though it has a rating of 13 and up. So theoretically, junior high and high school should be fine for it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to see. Uh, okay, the book was placed under formal review after a parent of a nine-year-old who checked out from the elementary and middle school library. Well, okay, they're underage if it's rated 13 plus, but isn't that part of the librarian's job also to do that? Yeah. Um, but the committee recommended that all of Dragon Ball series, which were recommended by a publisher for ages 13 and up, be removed from the entire public library system, including at the high school levels. That's when I say no. Yeah. Like, high school, that's 14, 15 – no, that's 15, 16, 17, 18-year-olds for high school. For, for right. right so maybe 14 at the youngest yeah
1: it doesn't sound like they were um, going to ban this one it looks like they were just going to train their librarians to, um, to pay attention uh, to the rating to attention. system yeah yeah because it sounds like this person may have just seen oh this is a comic book here you go kid you know I would guess it's something like that but still I don't think Dragon Ball would be that big of an issue but if it does say 13 plus on them then go with it.
0: Yeah, but when the committee recommended the, when the committee recommended uh, that they be removed from the entire school system, including high school, like I think uh, that's too much. Yeah, but the school officials acknowledged the value of graphic novels in their libraries and indicated they would embark on quote institutionalizing more focused and ongoing professional development training on the selection of media materials and additional procedure to handle students requests for media and books and resources yeah like you said Mm -hmm. uh my bad instead of losing the books we're just gonna you know teach our people to not do that which i I think that's a okay my bad it slipped that's that. that is the plain version of their (laughs) explanation what happened like ah we messed up it'll be fine we're not gonna get rid of the books though but yeah, uh, I mean, just going through the list of things, there's a whole bunch more on this website, including a Spider-Man story by J. Michael Straczynski. Um, that was Amazing Spider-Man Revelations. I don't remember that one off the top of my head. Sexual
1: overtones, that one says.
0: But I don't remember specifically reading that yeah. one. I probably did at some point. Uh, Laura, whenever you're listening to this, see if we have this and we'll see if we can read it later. Yeah. Who knows? We might talk about that one later on the podcast. There you go. There's a Japanese book, Barefoot, Gen. Yeah. uh looks That's like a manga Spider-Man. also
1: the spider-man's done the arts john ramita jr
0: Oh uh, well never mind then i don't need to read yeah. that one screw that uh blankets <laughs> by craig thompson um uh, diary of a teenage girl uh drama by Randall tailmire that one seems weird uh but as, again sexual content is the reason why i got attempted to be banned at least
1: uh, there's two gay characters in that. Is that I was what it is? I was looking at the Straczynski books, or not um The uh, Brian K. Vaughn, and I'm like, there's male nudity in those books, and I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Maybe, but I don't, I know. don't know. That's yeah. just you know, some people. Yeah, majority of the things okay on this list blues, though
0: is. Nudity, yeah. But sexual, sexual content and or nudity. Yep. Uh, Watch was banned of several locations, usually because age group, which makes sense. That is an adult book. Yeah, that's an adult book. But again, to quote, you know, the response for the Dragon Ball, we'll monitor on how we check things out from now on. There that, you go. There you go. That, that'll take care. You'll place yourselves at that point. You'll, oh, you're not thirteen. It's right at thirteen plus. Too bad. Like, hate to say it. Do your job, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I was to do my job. He but has this to do book yours.
1: also came out in 1988, and most people back then, and even into the 90s and everything, were like, "Comic book comics are for kids." Yeah, you know, they didn't think, "Oh, this is has mature themes."
0: Well, i I get the not knowing the nudity part, but if they say, "Oh, because violence," really, he's he has a bow staff in front of on the front cover, like that's pretty obvious. Like, right? I'm not going to. It's not a balance, and he's not in a position. Like, oh, I'm balancing on tight wire. No, no it's definitely a combat book yeah like come on but it is what it is at that point yeah so moving on from that i will say the last thing that was on the list that i want to mention which we'll talk about later is mouse um specifically we're talking about volume one because there are two volumes of mouse and that's really good so i'm looking forward to i read the first one i'm looking forward to the second one but we'll talk about that later in the meantime let's talk about books that came out this week wednesday july 20th 2022 uh, Jared, you went first last time, so I'll go first yeah, this right. time to shake things up a bit. Um, and that is Scott Snyder's Dark Spaces Wildfire. It's a cool story about <laughs> cool story about a bunch of firefighters <laughs> that are out. The, say where they are, out in the California um, area, where it is one parole officer and five, I believe, inmates that are on. Work release basically to that is their job to put out fires mm-hmm. and help out with, like, okay, not necessarily put out the fire, but we'll chop down. Their, they also the other term known for them is called hot shots. They go around for forest fires, they do control burns. I was they about to ask if they do, they chop fires. down trees to make a burn line and stuff like that, and a whole bunch of things. Um, but in the middle of the book, you find out that one of the uh, convict, their former boss has a house in this woods that he keeps all his assets that are available for liquidity super easy. So like paint, paint, paintings, not paint, paintings, jewelry, other things that are technically not on the books. So he's like, oh, I can't lose these. But if something, if I get caught for something else, well, I can just make those, I can sell those on the down low and still have all a bunch of money that's hidden from the government. So she's like, well, that's nearby. And there's a forest fire. You know, we could potentially break in if it was lost in the fire. No one will ever know, and we'll be set for life. Um, and it's interesting to see the roles between the different characters. Okay, this person's going to be released in like a couple months. So does she? Should she do that? Uh, the the PO PO is like, um, I'm I have a life. Like I don't necessarily need this, but it goes through the monotony of her life where she has really nothing to live for. Like, it's like, I'm just going through routine, going through motions everywhere. And it's inter- interesting to see where they're going to go with that whole story. Um, I do want to mention that it's following, I believe, one, two, three, four, five, five. It's a five female squadron of them that do this. Mm. Um, and one of the breaks they get are, are cigarettes, but they're the candy cigarettes, they're just like sugar sticks. Oh. But like, oh, you need these because with all the work that we're doing, you need the sugar to keep yourself – well nourished cuz this isn't just normal work you this is extra yeah. strenuous i mean they're in full firefighter garb hiking through the mountains chopping down whatever like they are a sisterhood of soldiers and of fire soldiers at this point too and it's cool to see the redacted files of everybody of how they got in there what's their origin and how does the po like they call her ma cuz that's her middle name anyway and like, oh, I don't, I don't like being called Ma before because I don't want them to think I'm their mother, but I kind of am. And it's best just not to rock the boat at this point. Like, let's just let them roll with it. It doesn't actually mean anything. Let's go from there. Uh, but yeah, this is issue number one uh, by IDW. And I have to say, if you like Scott Snyder stuff, it's definitely worth checking out because it's more Scott Snyder. But it's Scott Snyder not being superhero stuff, doing a pretty run-of-the-mill, normal, quote, normal story, but it's a heist. So, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, that
1: sounds pretty good. I read the first uh, couple pages and everything, maybe halfway through, and it was good. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed it. Can't wait to finish it up uh, probably maybe tomorrow.
0: And just so the listeners
1: don't 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 get discouraged, why did you stop reading it? I um my dog was going crazy and I had to take her for a walk. So it wasn't nothing to do with the book itself. No. It was just you know, purely just environmental circumstances. So. so Yeah, that um. That's uh, that one. Uh, what's the first one on your list? Uh, Nightwing number 94. Wait, uh, you picked a Nightwing book? I know. It's been good. It's Tom Taylor. Every issue has been good. It really has. Um, we're following up from last time where uh, Nightwing got all of the cops that were vandalizing and trying to tear down uh, statues and different things like that, cut them all on video, and identified all of them because he was there as Nightwing and pulled all their masks down so Oracle, who was running the video feeds, could identify everybody so they identified them, the the district attorney's going after them, um, the mayor's giving them up. Um, this was really cool since uh, they found out that they were under orders from the current uh, police commissioner. So we're getting a new police commissioner. And if you are a Superman and Metropolis fan, you'll like this person. So I won't give any spoilers, but I it, will get that. And I love that. When I'm when they said her name, I'm like, no way! So, I I thought that was great. So, um, I'm not going to give too many spoilers. Um, Bitewing almost destroyed evidence. Which was fun. That was fun. The dog ate my homework. Yep. But, uh, Nightwing's Dick Grayson's half-sister, who is the mayor, if you remember... Um, she's been helping Dick Grayson just a little bit behind blockbusters back and blockbusters trying to find out who the rat is.
0: And it does not end
1: well for several people. Nope. So I cannot wait till the next issue. This story just keeps getting better and better. And Tom Taylor's knocking it out of the park. So if you're not reading Nightwing, his Tom Taylor's run, I think you should be picking up and trade if nothing else.
0: Yeah. Uh, I am reading it in single issues and I plan on buying and trade. I just it's so hard for me to find time to buy everything I want to. Right. The funds and like, okay, I enjoy it, but Nightwing I don't have a super connection to. Yeah. So I will buy it and trade because I don't want to buy it in hardcover either for extra amount of money. Especially I was talking to Mark about this the other day. DC has a nasty tendency. The first volume, hardcover and softcover. Well, volumes two through everything else, just soft cover. So if you're OCD, like hey. In, aka a comic book collector you want know, everything to be in the same format well that's going to stand out like a sore thumb when flying yep. one's a hardcover but two three right. everything else is soft like
1: but when they do hardcovers like they did deceased those were awesome hardcovers yeah those look good on the shelf
0: but it, it's a gamble too like do i want to risk right. not being able to get the rest in soft covers or right. uh, we'll see
1: but yeah that's nightwing yep nightwing 94
0: uh Next on my list is Maestro World War M issue five, the finale. I don't want to mention a whole lot. I know I've mentioned the, the series a lot as it's come out, um, but this is the final issue of the whole Maestro run. I believe this was the, it was at least the second run of the current Maestro, if not the third run. Um, but there is some consequences for um, Dr. Doom, Namor, uh, Maestro himself and um abomination where stuff goes down in my other than any of this my favorite part itself was the absolute end like uh to be continued let me turn to the page let's see how it says exactly to be continued in Hulk, future imperfect. You know, the story that was the inspiration for this entire thing that came out, what, 20, 20 almost 30 years ago now? <laughs> like, oh, to continue to the thing that's been out forever. So here you go. So now you know what leads up to that. So like, that's, that's, that's pretty fun. cool. That's fun. That, that is they, fun. Okay, we're done. We're actually done, done. Uh, it's not like the, it's not like Obi-Wan. We're like, okay, we're filling in the time between movies, but how much are we going to fill in? Like, no, no, the, we're done filling in between yeah. the time. Here Here's the rest of it. You're, that's it. Until we decide to do more or retcon it. But as Maestro number five, uh, or Maestro World War M number five, it's been a great series all the way through. Um, Highly recommend it. If you're a fan of the Hulk in one way or
1: the other, it's definitely worth checking
0: out. Uh, What's next on your list?
1: A Calculated Man number two. Now, this is the series that you told me they've already picked up for a show. Yep. So, and then we're only on issue two. We're only on issue two. Yeah. So, um, our, our, protagonist i guess you could call yeah, he, him he's the main character uh he's picks up right where we left off he's meeting the detectives at a diner um he explains to them that uh he's had uh three people or three times that they've already uh tried to kill him and he's able to calculate his memory you know he's got an eidetic memory pretty much and he's able to. Oh, I recognize those guys. They're here to kill me. And he gets away and shows how he's prosecuting them. But I love how he's sitting there talking to the uh, detectives. Gets a phone call from a girl he met on his girlfriend. Online, his girlfriend. <laughs> And he goes out back. He basically is talking to her, goes and kills a guy. While committing the hit, yeah. he's on the phone with her. Yeah, finishes the hit, uh, then goes back into the diner to meet the detectives again.
0: And so because like, <laughs> he cannot lie about, what he, about anything, he is telling her exactly how he's doing it. Yeah. And it's great because like, oh, at one point, oh, you even added sirens in the background. That's a nice touch. Yeah. Like, yeah, he added it.
1: Right. So it's been such a solid book. Just everything about it's been good. I don't want to give too much away. If you do want to pick this up, it's it, great. It's great,
0: uh, and it's been picked up for a show on Hulu. I don't know if they're doing live action or animated. It could totally work as either one. Yeah. Um. It reminds me a lot like the show Numbers. I think that was a CBS show a few years back. Yep. Um. But more, uh, more of a gray zone. Like he's not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he is quote a good guy. But he's also killing people, which is not a necessarily a good thing to do. Right, right. Um, he
1: goes into a... He's a, a disguised as a delivery guy in this and just kills a bunch of mob men. And the one thing that I think is going to come back to bite him, which is probably why he's in witness protection and everything like that, is a bottle, a glass of wine was getting ready to spill. He caught it. He has super it. fast reflexes. Yep. So they may have his prints. So that's... I can't wait to see where they're going to go with this. It's been so good. Yeah. The dialogue is actually like when I'm reading this, I'm actually reading like a couple different voices in my head because not only is the almost like the dialogue, the way it's written is different to people. Yes. You know, so it's really well written and it's done by uh, Paul Tobin. So, which I've never heard of before. No, no. Uh, I
0: sp- and for me, this book Is not a non stop action pace. It is each issue again, we're only two issues, issues, two issues in, it starts slow, ramps ramps back up, and we're good. Then the next one starts slow again, ramps back up, and we're good. Right. I I like that roller coaster of like, okay, I'm excited to read this. The first couple pages, like, why was I excited? Then I get to the third page, oh yeah, this is why. Right. And it's a great playing of my expectations and my emotions while reading
1: it. But those first few pages are critical to the story and it builds those high moments.
0: I think this will read well in trade as well. Very well. But this is one that, as of right now, I think it does excel at both. Right. It is written for the monthly issue by issue. Also, yeah, yeah, it'll be great in trade as well. Right. Like, I know we talked about Saga. Saga kind of reads better – in
1: trade it does very much so like the past couple issues i really haven't been into
0: but i feel like if we go back and reread this one series series, it'll probably be a lot better it'll
1: flow better it'll it'll be really good
0: so but calculated man again great job uh from people i've never heard of before right and good on you that's been picked up as a tv show already yeah like issue one came out and that same wednesday it's like oh yeah hulu picked it up as a show I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Issue one. They already optioned it. Now I don't yeah. know if it's his lawyer, if it's his people, or who managers or whatever. Like, hey, networks, look at this. We already we know we're working on it. What do you think? I don't know how. I don't know how that happens. Right. When issue one comes out, and already picked up. Right. Show. And it,
1: and sometimes when they pick up something like this on issue one, I Game of Thrones has almost made things like this scary because it's like once they they ran out of source material, the show went downhill. Right. So they don't even have source material yet, right. the second issue just came out today now, now they I'm could, sure they have
0: they could do more flashback stories yeah. of him and the mob, even yeah. who knows
1: I'm sure they've got storyboards and stuff like that already right I maybe not lined up, but they've got the idea for it. Right.
0: yeah i mean i'm I'm confident with it, how it's going so but yeah it was it was definitely good, and I'm looking forward to more yep, same here uh and the last book that came out this week. For me, is another Hulk book, uh, She-Hulk, number five. The book that I don't want to like, I never wanted to like it when it first came out. Because, like, oh, do we really need a She-Hulk book? Yes, we're getting a TV show. But do we need this? Do we need it? No. Is it still good? Absolutely. It is surprisingly good. Um She-Hulk is on a date with Jack of Hearts. Because, uh, I guess I should say, spoiler alert from the last five issues, five months... Jack of hearts is alive again, um, but he doesn't have a whole lot of powers. And there's this random big guy that is trying to hurt and punch Jack of hearts. And you find out what his story is like, Oh, it's not his fault. There's something, I don't know. There's something off with him that he doesn't not in full control of himself. And you find out, Oh, well yes. Jennifer was also trying to defend, uh, Jack, of hearts, but she may have gone too a little, a little bit too aggressive out of the gate because she's just used to big guy coming at me punch and she reacts, but it ends with a cool like, Oh, well, where is this going to go with this new character and the person with him? And I don't know. It's a really cool non superhero. She Hulk book. It's a very, it's a slice of life sort of yeah, thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's still not full slice of life because ultimately she's She Hulk and, you know, she has superhero friends and everything like that. And, but
1: some it's, of those everyday stories are yeah. kind of fun that they're not always out fighting, you know. It's a good, relaxing yeah. read. Like, this is like, okay, I can sit down and I can read this and I can feel
0: good. And that's what this whole series has done. Uh, the, the previous two issues were both like, okay, well, we're. Like yes, you know, uh, big strong She-Hulk fighting this evil villain. Like, well, but they're reformed and now they just they're having a bad day. Okay, I just want to punch someone. You, you're strong enough. I can punch you and not feel bad. And they both like, okay, well, we form a fight club, a superhero fight club. Well, that's kind of cool and weird, but all right, let's roll with it. And it's very down to earth. Again, the book is co- titled She-Hulk, but it's really about Jennifer Walters. Like, it's about her rebuilding her life as herself.
1: Uh, And what was the last one for you this week? Last one for me was Star Wars 25. This was actually really good. It's it's a four-part short story stuff. Um, There's uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, The Lesson. This is set between episodes one and two. Darth Vader, The Lesson, uh, sets shortly after episode three. There's Kylo Kylo Ren, uh, See You Around, Kid. This is set between episodes uh, eight and nine. And Poe Dameron, a eulogy for Snap, is set after episode nine. Um, The first one, it's Obi-Wan and Anakin dueling and Obi-Wan teaching Anakin why they use lightsabers. And I thought that was really good because they're like, yeah, Anakin, you could take the uh, kyber crystal and make all sorts of weapons. The reason they have the lights... yeah. The reason they do the lightsaber is it's a more difficult weapon. It's meant for defense, and it's— It's more refined, it's, almost. Yeah. It's an elegant it's, tool. It's how they want to be viewed. They, they're not—you know, they don't have, you know, spinning lightsaber nunchucks and true weapons of mass destruction or anything like that. They've got a sword that is able to defend, and that's how they want to be viewed. In a world of blasters, we choose the sword— because it's more elegant. Right. It's more graceful. Yep. So the next one, it's, and that's how they basically end that is, um, Obi Wan's teaching him about the lightsaber. The next one is Emperor Palpatine tra- training Darth Vader, and he's basically telling Vader, yeah, you fight like a Jedi. You need to fight like a Sith. Use everything, let the Inferno consume you. Um, the lightsaber is just a uh a symbol. Again, it's how they want to be viewed. They are basically saying it's a great blaze of the dark side. It's an inferno. You know, that's the way the Sith view the lightsaber. So they're both Strike using sphere. the same weapon in different right. ways. So I thought that was great. The next one was Kylo Ren. It's um, after he kills Supreme Leader Snoke, and he's the Supreme Leader, he's basically... Trying to find Ray, Luke, everybody. So, um, he actually in this finds Luke's broken temple after Luke's dead and basically orders his Star Destroyer to destroy the place. So I thought that was, it's just kind of how crazy he went there for a little bit. It's on par for Kylo Ren. So, yeah. And then the next one is a eulogy for Snap, uh, and that's Snap Wexley. Uh, I can't think of the actor who played his name, he's in a lot of, um, uh, what's his name the guy who did Star Wars Rise of Skywalker and then came back to do J.J. Abrams J.J. Abrams not Rise of yeah. The Force uh, Awakens yeah. and Rise, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker yeah but it's the one actor who seems to be his friend who's in a lot of his projects I first saw the actor in Heroes he played the guy who could uh, read people's minds and everything okay yeah um, Hero, who played Hero no, no, that was the time traveler. No, that was the time travel tra- traveler. I can't think of this guy's name. Uh,
0: was that um Quinto? That was the villain. No, the no, it was um. Oh, you'd know him if you saw. Him. Oh, um, the yes, the, he was a uh, firefighter. Yeah, and yes, uh, yeah, I think Heroes. so. Yep. Yeah, yeah I know the face. Right. I don't. I don't know the name, but yeah, yeah,
1: that guy. So um, that's the actor who played Snap Wexley, and I thought it was a good thing when they did when. Disney launched uh, their Star Wars brand. They did some books, and it was Journey to um, the Force Awakens, I think that trilogy was called. I think so. Or something like that. that. sounds about right. And it followed a kid named Sna- Snap Wexley who had a, uh old battle droid who he reprogrammed to be basically be a servant and friend gotcha and his mom was part of the rebel alliance he grew up with the resistance and everything and he gets killed during the battle of exegol and it's he was part of black squadron which was poe dameron's squadron gotcha and they basically his wife uh snap's wife is there and it's they're just talking about snap and just all around a campfire having a toast. It was actually a pretty good story. Very not much happened in it, obviously, since it's just a eulogy type thing, but it was really good. These four short stories were a lot of fun and, and
0: ultimately, I mean that's comic should be fun, one yeah. way or another. Yeah. and isn't now as is an oversized overpriced?
1: No. Nope, right. Not oversized, not overpriced. It's your three ninety nine. So I mean, three ninety nine for four stories. Yeah, that's, the, that's pretty good. And some of them are pretty short, like the Vader and uh, Palpatine is one, two, three, four, five pages. So, so that's
0: still pretty good. I mean, yeah,
1: yep yeah, They're about. Well, I think they're all about five pages. Yeah, long. that's not bad though. So, but there are four really good stories that span the entire saga.
0: Which is unfortunate. It's Star Wars number twenty five, where it should have been. Star Wars, blah, 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 subtitle number one is what it should have been. It should
1: have been a one-shot by itself, but uh, I don't know what's going on with the Star Wars comics. We might be leading into a new story arc now that the Crimson Rain stuff is starting to die down. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, So those are our favorite books that came out this week, Wednesday, July 2022. Um, Now we'll move on to, again, uh, Mouse Volume 1. It was a pivot from what we planned on originally, but that's okay. We can do this. Um, if you don't want spoilers about this sad story, and anyway, we get ready for next week, I already picked out our book for next week, Jared. Ooh. uh and there's a palate cleanser: uh Sonic the Hedgehog Volume One.
1: There we go. Fallout.
0: Uh, going from Nazis and Holocaust survivors to Sonic the Hedgehog. There we go. Because
1: this one was a little depressing. It was a little sad, but it's important. It's an important yeah. good read, and I've never read it before. And I'm actually glad I did. This yeah. was really good.
0: Yeah. Um. And this is so mouse is two parts
1: part one, part two um, um, this just to clarify some of it it was I had to go back and reread a couple uh, a handful of times the dialogue because it's almost like it's translated. well
0: because so the way I I've interpreted it is Art Spiegelman uh, is the writer and the uh, artist on this or Arthur Arthur Spiegelman. Um, he is, it kind of reminds me of Tuesdays with Maury, where he goes to his dad's house, he tells him stories Mm -hmm. and this is, he writes it down. So it is him going to his dad, like, Hey, how did you survive all this? You know, what happened? What, you know, what was it like growing up and surviving the Holocaust and everything? So he does that with speaking to his dad in English. So his dad that speaks Polish and German is translating it to English, and also that's why some of the verbiage isn't. Yes, English is not his first language,
1: right? So it's just a little off. That that would be a good way to put that. Th- that's yeah. the way I've taken yeah. it. At least a couple times, I'm like, wait, I'm not catching that. I got to reread
0: that. There are know. certain parts that read kind of like Yoda. Where it, the order is bit. out of order. Yes, but again, I think that is because the translation to English. Yeah. And I like that he left it in here. Like
1: I am too. It's like, like yes, it, it added been, to this story, it,
0: and it would have been easier to read if he would have fixed it and edited right. it here and there. However, I liked it, it like this. It kept the personality to it. Yes. Now, I'm not saying this whole story is a direct, you know, direct one-on-one adaptation of what his dad said. Obviously, there's some editing going oh, on yeah, here definitely. and there. Um. But I think this book is a good representation of what his father went through. Um, now, it's not – it's hard to say what all is truly factual with it. Right. Um, because what good paperwork is there, especially when you are not being legal to – you can't verify that, like, oh, you wanted this identity. Well, it's hard to verify that because it was a hidden identity. Like yep. I, I, for, I fudged paperwork. I was bribing people. I was doing
1: whatever to survive. Um, yeah. But it starts out before – the Nazis took over and everything like that. It's when they're like, starting to take over. Yeah, a little bit. it's it's they're starting to hear rumblings of the Nazi Germany, but the first Nazi flag didn't come till chapter two. Was it chapter two? Because um, they were looking out. Yep, it was chapter two. They look out. Uh, they they looked this, out the. They're they forced to go to
0: this other town. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say other towns because I don't speak Polish,
1: and, and yep. there are
0: a lot of Polish Germanic. names of towns and people even like for me i think that was my biggest struggle was yeah who are you talking about because i don't recognize these names as kind of names for me
1: but the further you get it's like oh that's that's the same character that we saw here okay i can put this together it's not difficult like i have no idea what's going on who's who right you know but uh
0: i like that it goes back and forth between the quote now of him interviewing his dad. Yeah. And the then of him telling the story, like, okay, right. well, I'm getting tired. That's enough for the story for today. We'll yeah. talk more tomorrow. Yeah. I liked that little scene break that they did between each chapter.
1: Yeah. And there's a couple other scene breaks. Like, uh, one of them was uh, his mom calls him and he, she's like, your dad climbed up to the roof and to fix the gutter. Stepmom. And, stepmom. Yes. Sorry. And – uh He's he's stuck up there or whatever. It's right. like there's like three whole pages or two whole pages of them dia- their dialogue. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it shows the it, it shows the family can, dynamic
0: yeah, of it does. Yes, I am the son of the person that survived this, but all and like I feel bad that you went through this, Dad. But also, times have changed. Yeah, like uh, you won't. Uh, what is it? The, like, oh, you won't spend money on anything, but you just found this scrap wire that you're going to save. Like, oh, well, yeah, I can still use it for whatever. I'll show you. Dad, just buy it. Like, it's fine. Right. Throw it, It's garbage. Like, no, no. That's not how he was raised, and that's right. not how he survived. That's so right. So it's hard for him to change his paths
1: when that's what he
0: did to survive.
1: Yep. And that puts a lot of strain on their marriage, because anytime his uh, wife wants to go out and buy something, buy do her hair, always, go, or, It doesn't seem like – the way they talk about each other is they – They'll basically say, oh, she's always trying to spend money or he'll never let me spend money. But it doesn't actually say that he says no to her. He always just complains about her spending. Right. He grumbles. And you know, like, I'm going to go get my hair done. What? You were just there last week. You see the hairdresser you know. more than you see me. Right.
0: And he tries to guilt her into right. that.
1: Right. So, I, I, you know, it doesn't seem like he does say no. Right. It just – they don't really click – they don't seem to click, him and his wife.
0: Well, the one point where – she was like, I swear he just married me because I was the same size as his, uh, his, his dead wife. Like, he doesn't have to buy a new wardrobe. I, I fit those clothes.
1: Yeah, which. It's like,
0: <laughs> and what did she say? Say what you want about the man, but he's, he is not practical. I forget what the word he she said specifically, like, oh, yeah. pragmatic.
1: Pragmatic. Pragmatic.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, he's very pragmatic. He, I swear he just married me because I'm the same size as his wife. Which, uh, I mean, when <laughs> they
1: talk about each other, that could be. <laughs> Well, and then he's all weird about like,
0: oh, she's trying to take my money, trying to change my will, this, that, and the other. Like, oh, every week he's trying, she's trying to change to get right. more of my money.
1: But then it pans to her talking to her son and it's like, I don't think that's the case at all. <laughs> I, right.
0: And like the son's like, dad, spend it while you're alive. It's your money. Like, yeah. I don't need it. Do You've earned this. And he's like, ah, whatever. Like, they are definitely not right. Um, perfect characters. No. They are all flawed characters. Yeah. But they're very human characters, right. which in the context of the book is funny because they're they are mice. mice. Uh, and they're
1: scared of rats in this. Well, right, yes. They're, and I, when they're I, in I, the cellar. I really like, enjoyed that. There's giant rats. I'm like, you are a giant rat. <laughs> well, the way <laughs> we are, uh, yes. Right.
0: But I love the way, the, the characterization of the different types of people yeah. where they have the, the Jewish people be mouse, mouse. M- or mice. mice. Um, the, the
1: Nazis were cats. And then the, the Polish, Polish
0: – general public. P- we're pigs. We're pigs, yeah. I don't know why pigs. I I get the cat and mouse thing, but I imagine yeah. there's probably some reason behind it. Right. I I don't know. Um but it's really hard to truly sink our teeth into describing this other than it's a story from the beginning of the occupation in World War World War 2 to right. this ends with him going into the concentration camp of Auschwitz. Yeah. Um and like, okay, the way this ends, business is about to pick up. Like, it's about yeah. to get super, super, super sad.
1: How many chapters? I think I actually read one more chapter because I've got the complete edition.
0: Um, so I know just a little bit more. This one is, let me go to the beginning. I think only five chapters.
1: Oh, no, I finished the same spot. Um. No, maybe I did read just a little bit more. Let so. me see.
0: I know I'm just skipping. There it is. Uh, six page, six chapters. I'm sorry. Six chapters. Okay. Which, yeah. Here. I was you, gonna say. I 100%. think I
1: went through. Let me see where you left off and make sure I left off the same spot.
0: Because yeah, it's just getting in. Like they're getting
1: uh, turned okay, yes. into it. Then. Yep. Yeah. This is where I left off.
0: So yeah, like I, I feel like volume two, uh, it's going to be. The horrors that you've
1: really heard about at yeah. all and everything. Yep. And, yeah. It's, yeah, I'll be finishing this this novel since I've got the completed edition. Let's read it all. Yeah. It was good. Um It was hard to get into at first with the language that's black and white. Art's not refined. But, but it, the, it works the, the, for the story. It does so much. It really does work. Well, and going back to this being a banned
0: book – um, The best things I've seen about not being banned is because, like, listen, you know, you can only tell students about what happened so much. Right. You need a visual representation. And yes, we don't need to show, you know, mass graves, burning bodies, all that. We don't need to see all that, but we need to see a middle ground. And that's what this is by turning the humans into different animals because you still get the picture and just say, hey, you know, this is what's going on. But keep in mind, this animal was human, like these are people that this happened to,
1: right? And the reason this was banned, um, was because it's anti ethnic and unsuited for age group.
0: Well, uh, but it was most recently banned. Okay, so the other reason why this is our bestseller, too, because uh, earlier this year, um, January 10th actually. Uh, A Tennessee school voted unanimously to ban mouse.
1: Oh, yes. It was in Tennessee.
0: They decided like, oh, we're – you know, it is – what is it? There is some rough, objectionable language in this book. Uh, I mean, is there rough language? Yes. Yeah. Is it um, offensive? Absolutely.
1: But it's meant to be in a. It's period accurate.
0: Happened, and this is showing the horrors that man can do. Yeah. uh, The so, Artspeople when the author uh, said he was baffled. Like this is disturbing imagery. But do you know what? But you know what? It's disturbing history. Right. Yes. This. This. Now, again, it may not be one hundred percent one to one accurate. But it is what happened and this is what his father experienced right. from his father's
1: eyes. And and I think it was um, – it's uh, – Mouse was challenged over its portrayal of the Poles, the Polish, and um, it's very – it didn't really paint the Polish in the brightest light, but at times it did. Like there were Polish uh, – the pigs who were – Trying to save them. Ha- housing and – sheltering right. the Jews. Now,
0: they did it they weren't doing it for free. No. However, they but, were still risking their own lives by doing right.
1: it. Right. So um they had a lot more to lose, you know, if the Nazis found them. So there was a lot of good portrayal of them also. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I'm just going back
0: to the Tennessee thing. Uh one of the Board of Education uh had put out a statement saying uh, they're they're trying to remove it because of its unnecessary use of profanity and nudity and dep- depiction of violence and suicide. Well, I mean, yes, it does. It does do all that. It does have n- profanity, nudity, violence, you nudity? and suicide.
1: What? It had nudity.
0: Yeah, it showed his mom when she died in the tub.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. Yes.
0: Uh, like, and oh, uh, cool. it ends with uh, them running into them getting their new uniforms. Oh, yeah. With yep, them being nude right. as well. Yep. Again, they're mice. Yeah. But uh, one of the most important rules of the elected Board of Education is to reflect the values of the community it serves, the statement said. Uh, adding that the book is too adult-oriented for its schools. Okay.
1: I could see in an elementary. Elementary,
0: probably in a junior high. Uh,
1: maybe, yeah. I, I would argue. But I could, in a high school? No. In a high school, I think this you is should, a good. This degree. is well acceptable. Yeah.
0: And to help mature students. Like, right. oh, you – Oh, you make fun of. Oh, you're being such a Nazi for this. You're being like they're watering down the word. No, no, you need to know what that word what, means. Yes, this is showing what that word right. means. Yep. Like a grammar Nazi is not a Nazi. No, <laughs> that that's I a know. hugely diluted use of that word. Right. Um, and like again, is it for junior high? I would say there's a bubble, maybe, yeah. maybe eighth grade, like high, high in junior high or middle school, however you look at it. Um, elementary No yeah. Not Not necessarily For the elementary But high school Yeah I, 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 I think I think this
1: is I almost think This should be A required read For high school When you're teaching About the Holocaust And everything like that
0: Especially because And here's the, We know Teenagers like To be rebellious So hey Here's this Piece of rebellion Thing Like read this hey,
1: This book's banned Right You know
0: And Maybe that's a ploy to and actually have A full discussion On Okay <laughs> now yes you should not read this this should not happen read this see what happened yeah. and that will have such a bigger impact on like no no
1: these were bad people yeah
0: um
1: these were evil I mean the definition of evil
0: yeah now it, it does show again like I said there are some good in that too where right. people are trying to hide other people and stuff like that but also shows a lot of betrayal of like
1: yep even Jews were rounding up Jews to be. They had sold the Jewish police thought, themselves. Oh, if I work with the Nazis, they're going to be easier on me.
0: Or I can look out my, I can look out after my people. Like, hey, at least yes, you're still yeah. going sent off, but at least it's a friendly face that's doing this to you, so I can right. sympathize and empathize, and we can, oh, it won't be, it won't hurt as much. Versus, it shows the Nazi soldiers like, oh, the shoe doesn't fit, hits them over the head with it, and it's a wooden shoe at the time. Yep. So like, oh, obviously ruthless. So. It, there is no good uh, position to be in in that sort no. type of scenario. Nope. Um,
1: and it also showed what what I liked it, that this showed. Not that I liked it, but you know what I right. mean. It's it's when uh, they're basically giving them their papers and they're saying, "Okay, we're going to transport you here," and they go past the destination. They. The Nazis were constantly lying to them about, right. it. oh, you're going to go here. Nope. Because we need to That's manipulate you to day. do yeah.
0: what we need you to do. Right. And most of the time, what we need you to do is going to be dying, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, and yeah, again, it shows the horrors of history. Right. But it is not one to be lost. Right. And it doesn't glorify it in any way. Not at all. Uh, I, not I, at I all. think it does a good job of, okay, it's a bit of a shell shock to like, oh, see this. Again, this is just the first volume. Yeah, near as I can tell, it's pretty mild of where it's probably going to go. I think so too. Because they mentioned gas chambers and furnaces, but you don't see it in this.
1: No, and it's almost like it's an underground rumor to where they're like, we don't know if this is real or if this is a scare tactic from the Nazis. You know, because there was a couple times where they they bring it up and people were in denial of it. They're like, oh, that doesn't exist.
0: You know, surely no one can be that bad, right? Um, one thing I do want to point out that I really enjoyed uh, was when his dad was undercover, trying to not look like a, a Jewish person. He'd wear a pig mask. Pig mask, yes. Like it works so well in this world. Yeah. Versus, okay, if you to think about it, okay, in the real world, he's not wearing a mask. No, he is just trying to different clothes, different posture, and like yeah. whatever. Like, but to see that, I was like, that's really funny. Yeah. To see the the commitment to the hidden identity of how they. Drew it in there too, like, well, how? There's no way a mouse will look like a pig. Well, if he's wearing a mask, though, like, yep. that's just fun. Yeah, that I really enjoyed that, and that was cool to see. Uh, and one last thing I do want to mention that I like is on the back of the book, it does show the the geography of the area too during World War II, the uh, annexed parts of Russia mm, and cool. Germany and stuff like that. Even shows a little breakdown of okay, where his house was in New York City too. Like, oh, oh, that's cool, cool to see yeah. that – so you can see context of everything on it too. Um But yeah. Uh So one to five rating, one being off of five being great. What would you rate this? Give it a five. I full-heartedly agree, five. And again, it we've only read half the book.
1: And the only re- way I could give it a four would be because the art is a little rough. But it after about the first three pages, I'm like, this is – brilliant the way it's done it's hit home it hits hard and it isn't a produced comic book where there's you know, editors. I mean, I, I th- there are, but it, right. d- it doesn't feel like that. It's, it feels it's like this person is, is telling a story. Right. You know, that's what this book it, is. And it
0: is a story being told to him by his father. Right. And even so the parts where he's like, okay, he's handwriting the notes versus he gets a tape recorder. And like, yeah. Like, ah, oh, my hand cramped up because you talked so much last time. And like, right. That was really cool. My, I took a picture of the, my favorite panel because I knew I was going to fumble to find it in the book though, um, was when Hugh like about, well, Midway towards the end of the book, he starts showing his dad the progress of these interviews. He starts oh, showing yeah. him the art and everything. And it's like like uh, his mother-in-law goes, it's an important book. People who don't usually read such stories will be interested. And the dad says, yes, I don't, I don't read ever such comics, even, and even I am interested. It's like, and like, really? But it's your own story. He's like, yeah, I don't care. It's my own story. But the way you are doing that has me extra interested. So to see that, like, affirmation from his father saying, no, no thank you for doing this, Yeah, for keeping, for preserving our story. Yep. We may fight about this, that, and the other. However, you were doing such a great job at this. And yeah. as much as he complains that his dad never appreciated it, like, oh, his dad want me to do this. So I'm doing this instead to spite him. Right. And then his spite job still earns the respect from his father. Yeah. It's just, it's so well done. It is. Um, And I, I think that panel is great for, an argument for this book not to be banned. It's an important book. People who don't usually read such stories will be interested. Yeah. Like that that hit so much heavier, of like, whew. So yeah.
1: Uh five out of five, both of us. Yeah. This is one I think you know, anyone who is interested in the Holocaust and World War Two, what happened, this is a book for them.
0: Yeah. Uh it reminds me of a book I read in is it junior high or high school called Snow, I believe it was it. Oh.
1: I think uh, I remember that.
0: Where the kid was Holocaust survivor and was yeah. moving to different areas too. And yeah, it reminds me a lot like that, but more graphic. I mean, yeah. you actually see it versus just reading it. Right. Um, and yeah, I was like, this is this is so good. And I can see why it is our, one of our best sellers. It's been off and on. We've carried it. We haven't carried because it's not moving. And then of course, hey, Jared, what's the best way to get someone to read
1: something? Ban it.
0: Yeah, you tell me they're not allowed to. Yeah. And, oh, well, I'm not allowed
1: to. Well, I'm going to read that. It's on our bestsellers yeah. now.
0: So thank you, uh, School Board of Tennessee, for promoting a book that has, that brought back out in popularity yeah. again.
1: And I uh, was reading – I don't know if it's true, but I think there was a comic book store in uh, Tennessee that started and handing them out for free to kids. There was uh, one
0: in California that in California. said, hey, if anybody's affected by this ruling – let contact us and we'll send you one for free.
1: Yeah. That's what it was. So I'm like, that's just awesome. Right. It's just like, okay, you uh, banning it just kind of just fight blew that. Yeah. Fight the power. Yeah. Like that's just good on you. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's mouse. I'm excited to read the next volume. And I bought both of them because I told Laura, I was like, sorry, I know you kind of want to read this, but we're doing it on the podcast today. She's like, okay, well, can you buy it? Like, buy buy it. Like I, I, I want to read it too. So. And I, again, Adrian said he wanted to read it, so he can borrow our copy afterwards. Yeah.
1: Yep. This is one I almost kind of wish we would have waited for all four of us. Or yeah, something. I think it would have
0: been good for all yeah, four of us. Yeah. But, but uh, this was a good, good solid yeah, book for us yeah. to do. And again, next week we're gonna talk about Sonic because that's a yeah. palate cleanser. Yep. <laughs> that should be light and breezy. It's only four issues of that first volume. It'll be great. Yep. Uh, so moving on to the final section of the podcast the part that Jared always forgets about. You reminded me earlier and I'm actually ready. But that is our here's of the week. I'll let you end it off the show then with that first. I'll go first by saying I've mentioned him before. I'll mention him again. Probably my father-in-law. He came to our rescue this past weekend. Uh, th- our road was a river on Sunday and our basement flooded. Not as bad as it could have been. Could have been a lot worse. Uh, but luckily he did help prevent the worst worsening by helping, Drain some of it out, and then fixing a part to where it was leaking from our sump pump. It's hard to describe. Jared knows what I'm talking about, but he
1: basically bypassed and relieved the pressure right from the sump pump, pumping the water pumping the water
0: all out. the way out to the backyard. Genius! It was it was, it was so it was, well. I felt bad because it was a five minute fix. He drove from Tiffin, which is like but an hour and knew. twenty minutes. He but he knew the fitting because like, yeah. like it was like yeah, I was the one installed. I knew what size they were, so he had the fitting, put it on. We put the garden hose into it. Took the garden hose outside. It's still attached right now because we have a plumber coming in on Wednesday next week. And we'll worry about it then. But until then, we have it covered now. So we're supposed to get storms tonight. So we should be good to go on that front. Rock and roll. Uh, but yeah, it, he said a lot of headache. Again, I felt bad. Like, you came down here, all this. Like, no, nah, I don't care. Like, I'm glad it's an easy fix. Those are the best kind of fixes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but I feel like you wasted your time. You're like, yeah, I'm retired. So I want to <laughs> say my father-in-law, Rick, thank you for helping save the basement and – I only I only had to wet vac the floor for like two hours instead of three or four hours. So
1: it worked out. Uh, so Jared, who is your hero of the week? I'm gonna go with Art Spiegelman who wrote Mouse. That That's was a good one. such a good story. Um, I can't wait to read the second half. Yeah. It it was really good. And I
0: one part we failed to mention earlier. I liked that it reference he wrote a book. And before oh, the this, comic I was about, inside the comic, yes, the comic that about was his, awesome. his mother's suicide yeah. and how it uh, traumatized him. Yep, and apparently it didn't go very well, so it was like, well, I'll just put it in this book also, yeah. And it worked really well with this story right. of like, oh, it shows the grief and survivor's guilt and postpartum depression and lack of mental health, yeah, um, just mental health, uh, recovery, I guess, from back in the day. Like, they didn't know how to treat any of this, like, no. oh. You have a child. You're hysterical. We'll send you to the insane asylum. Uh, okay. Not like actually trying to solve it. Nope. I mean, but in that, and everything is like so good. So yeah, our speed I think that's a good, good choice for that one. So with that, we will say thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, barring any complications, we should be back next week. Laura should be here. Um, we'll see how the plumber goes if she gets any sleep or not. Um, because it'll be during my workday, which is her night that she sleeps, but I imagine hopefully it'll go well. Um, and Adrian will probably be back in two weeks. And yeah, next week will be Sonic. So until then, we will see you all next time. throat I should drink more water in the middle of that.